0: Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week I explore the emotional, practical and spiritual sides of money so if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money and achieve your big life goals then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Mind Money Soul. And today's episode, I'm going to answer this question. Should I quit my job to run my business full time? This is something I get asked quite a lot and it's something that I have gone through myself. So this is just going to be like a quick and dirty episode where I don't know why I called it dirty. It's not going to be dirty. It's just going to be a quick episode where I answer that question. So first off, let me just start with story time. So for any of you that don't really know my story, I left school at 18 with my A-levels, decided I didn't want to go to university, wanted to go to drama school, got my first ever full-time job at 19. It was uh, an account executive role for a marketing agency in Stevenage, where I lived. And I started, yeah, when I was 19. And I during that period, as I was saving to go to drama school and I got to the 15,000 pounds by 22, I ended up going traveling very last minute. And when I came back, I was like, do you know what? Act of life, not for me right now. Got my old job back, which was amazing. And I knew there was something else for me. So around the age of like, t- between the ages of like 22 to 24, 25, I had no clue what I was going to do. I didn't know where I was at and what my plan was. I was just like, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of freaking out a little bit about time. And me and my friends made the decision to move to London. And there was this part of me that was like, you know what, maybe I'll give actor Life a go in the big city, in the big smoke. I was ready for it. And so what I did was I said to my boss, you know, I think it's time I'm going to move to London, like I'm, I'm leaving. But he said, how about you work from home so that you don't quit and you know, don't have anything, don't have an income. Why don't you just stay here, same position um, and yeah, work from home. And this was back in 2017. So this is before COVID even even, even, had even happened. This is when people weren't really working from home in the same way. So I was like, oh my goodness, I am so trusted. But I had no clue really like what to do. But I kind of had two years prep before COVID happened. I was already like a seasoned pro at working from home. And during that time period, I discovered that I wanted to set up a blog. I set my blog up. I started talking about money on Instagram. And when I first started it, honestly, I was just doing it for the lols, like for "Mm, this is fun. This is a nice little creative outlet. I know that my purpose is to help people, but on my life, on God, I did not know that I could make it a business. Like seriously, I was so not clued up a couple of years ago to the way in which you make money like this. Like I worked for a marketing agency and I really understood like pitching to brands and marketing and marketing services and all things like that. But I didn't understand how you made money from blogs or content or anything like that. Like seriously, no knowledge. And I was like, no, there's no way this could be a career. And then what happened was a couple of things happened. I got reached out to have my first ever brand deal with Zopa. Um, It was, I was like, oh my God, somebody wants to pay me for this. And then my very good friend now, Jenna, she runs her own business um, as well. And we did a collaboration on like this workshop, this free workshop. And afterwards she said to me, you know, you could make this your career, right? And I was like, really? I don't know. Like, you sure? And she was like, 100%. So I started to like look into it and I just sort of held this faith in my brain that it could happen. And this was back in like 2019, sort of 2020 time as COVID was happening and I realized, yeah, I actually could. So I ran this as a side hustle for one, two, three years before I ended up quitting. And during that three-year period, I saved a bunch of money, and I was, like, preparing myself for it. Now, to be completely honest, when I was saving, I wasn't actually saving to have money to quit my job. I was actually saving because I was going to go traveling. I wanted to backpack South America. And I didn't really know, like, what it would look like. I think in my head, that was my opportunity to like draw a line in the sand with work um, and go and find myself in Bali. Well, not Bali, South, in Brazil, and then come back and figure out what I want to do. But then during that time period, COVID happened and obviously nobody going anywhere. So I was at home, but I had all of this money and I was like, right, okay. And I really started to take this side hustle more seriously, getting brand deals, working with clients, and I got my coaching qualification. So in my head, I've started to be like, this could be a business. This has got legs. And over that time period, what happened is I had a very good relationship with my boss, and I'm very fortunate. And the, the reason why I'm able to run my business today is huge part to how he supported me in the lead up to leaving the company. And Really, I had a place there where I probably could have taken over as director and run the business. But actually, I knew that that's not what my heart wanted. And I really was craving that like soul fulfillment and satisfaction. So what I did was I was really honest with him. And I was like, I think that this is going to become something to be completely honest with you. And he was like, girl, get it. Go show them what you got. And he was really supportive. And, you know, helped me build a website. And I started to do it alongside it. And then I I slowly exited the company bit by bit. So I went from being a full-time like flex like full-time employment that was in full-time employee that was working from home to part-time employee. I was doing like three or four like two or three days a week, then to a contractor and I was doing like project work and then I was ready to leave. And that process was, you know, at least a good year and a half, two years before I then quit my full-time job fully in August, 2022. And now we're in February, 2024. And I've been running my business for a year and a half and it's magical. And I wouldn't change it for the world. I wouldn't change how long it took me to leave the company. Cause I ended up spending nearly nine to 10 years at that company with my same boss. And he's a very good friend of mine and I have no regrets. No regrets, no regrets. And I just wanted to come on here and just give you a couple of tips and things to think about before you quit your job to run your business full time. Okay, so first one is having money to fall back on how much money do you have to fall back on? Now, when I quit my job, I had about 15,000 pounds saved that was going to be my money for traveling. So I just was like, okay, this can be my safety net for when I um, leave work. And I, you know, I live in London. I'm a single girly. I'm just trying to have a good time. And I needed to make sure that I had money behind me Um, for full complete transparency. I have spent most of that money, but I've needed it. And I am so grateful that it was there. I don't have one bit of regret spending it because it's helped me keep myself afloat, my business afloat, and it's allowed me to make business decisions that have really uh, moved the needle in my career. There's certain things that I have, certain jobs that I've taken for a much lower fee or maybe for free in return for like exposure and you know the accolade and being in a room, um, and I couldn't have done that if I didn't have that money saved. So my question to you would be: How much do you have saved as an emergency fund? How much money do you have to fall back on to support yourself if your business has a bad month, if cash flow is an issue, or you know if there's yeah issues with money? That is going to save your bacon because you won't have to worry and think about oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and that energy, that scarcity energy does not bode well in business. In my opinion, like attracts, like if you are desperate for money, you're fearing it, you're scared, you're like, I'm going to cut my bills. That is not the place that you are going to do your best work. You're going to be most productive, most motivated, show up and, you know, be your best self. So make sure that you have a safety blanket. I can't tell you how much I would recommend, I guess, at least, at least like six months. But again, I don't know your situation. You know, there are things that you need to take into account. Number two is what is your route to making money? What is going to bring you this money? So if you quit your full-time job and you no longer have an income from that salary, how are you making money? Have you first of all sat down and run the numbers? Have you worked out like, I know exactly how much it costs to be me and how much I need for my bills. I know how much like my normal spending is. I know how much it costs to run this business. Now, whether you're listening to this, you know, you might be someone who does has a side hustle, which is like influencing. You might be somebody who literally is setting up an actual limited business, like a product or a service-based business. You might be someone who is like a contractor, like freelance sort of style, whatever it is, you need to know your numbers. So you know what you're working with, both in your personal life and in your business. Your business fees may be, for example, systems that you use. For example, I, I use like Calendly, which is like a booking system. Maybe you pay for Zoom. Maybe you pay for LinkedIn premium, like whatever it is. You've got to pay for an accountant or a bookkeeper. Maybe you need to pay for supplies. Like you need to know all of those things. So that's, that's one that's really important. And then how are you actually bringing money in? Have you made money from this business in the past already? Is that something that you're literally like, oh no, I'm making money on the side. It's working. At what level? I I waited until my income that I was making from my side hustle, which was this business, got close to the potential of the same of what I was earning in my salary job. And then that was enough for me to go, I don't mind taking a bit of a pay cut because I was on a really good salary in my old role. And when my business on the side was making enough just to support me, which was a lower salary, I was like, it makes sense for me to make the jump. Now, you don't have to necessarily wait until that exact point. You might be a bit more risky than me. You might have loads saved or you might live with your parents or live with a partner who's willing to support you. Great but know your numbers and really know how sustainable this business is with income. Now, I was very reactive with my business. I was always just kind of waiting for things to come to me, but it's actually really important to be proactive, have a strategy. Who are you outreaching to? What circles are you in? Obviously, this is very general because there's so many different ways in which you could like run your own business or be freelance, but really think about that side of it. If there is resistance for you, and you're listening to this and you're like, that makes me want to be sick. I don't want to do the numbers. It's probably not time for you to quit your job and run the business because as a business owner, whether you're the founder, freelance, self-employed, whatever that looks like, you are in charge of the numbers. Now, unless you know you have enough cash flow to bring in someone else straight away to work on the numbers, you have to do that. Like, I, oh my God, let me tell you, I wear so many hats. I'm the marketing girl. I am the HR girl. <laughs> if there's ever a problem, I'm like, ah, excuse me, HR, like Laura won't give us a day off. And I'm like, yeah, that's an issue. Actually, I will raise that to Laura. And she'll be like, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm HR, I'm the director, I'm the saleswoman, I'm all of those things. And I am the finance girl. You have to do your own numbers. Now, like I say, that's a money mindset thing. So you really need to work on a relationship with money before you quit, in my opinion, or it's at least needs to be a work in progress. Um, So this brings me on to number three, which is, are you mentally prepared? Sometimes you need to just quit and go for it. I totally get that. Like there's an opportunity you just can't miss up. I get it. But practically, it's really important to ask myself, like, am I mentally prepared? I thought I was mentally prepared when I quit. And I mostly was, I was like 70% prepared. The other 30% didn't acknowledge that, yeah, I'm probably going to take a pay cut and I probably need to change my lifestyle a little bit. And I definitely could have done that better. I could have done that more. And I didn't commit to it last year. I was like, I still kind of live the same life a little bit, which nothing wrong with that. And it's not that I have a regret, but I guess looking back, maybe I would have been a bit more careful. I would have been like a bit more mentally prepared to take a pay cut. So just ask yourself, what am I prepared to do? Am I mentally prepared? Am I ready to do the numbers? Like, what does this look like? And there is so much mindset work that you can do around this. Um, I mean, maybe I'll actually do another podcast on it. How to mentally prepare yourself to quit your job. Noted in my brain and then the last one is choose your shit sandwich this is from a book called Big Magic by Liz Gilbert which I love but basically when you turn a passion into a job the enjoyment subsides the enjoyment Lessons. It's less fun when it actually is the thing that has to pay the bills. It's, you know, the thing that's bringing you money and it's something you have to do. Psychologically, some crazy shit's going on up there where your brain was like, "Mm, this was fun when there was no pressure, but now you're making me like have to do it and I kind of don't want to do it. That's kind of what it's saying. So you need to be prepared for that. When you, if you're doing this full time and there's pressure on it, are you willing to do that for at least five years? Are you committed to it? There's a book, I don't think, where is it? I don't know. It's over there by Nafisa Barker called How to Make Money Online. Such a fucking good book. Uh, or maybe it's just called How to Make Money. But anyway, amazing book. And she talks about this concept of like, if whatever you are going to do, uh, could you do it for five years? No questions asked. Not as much success as you'd like, but you knew that after that five years, it would like take off. Because sometimes that is really what can happen. A lot of businesses... Fail within the last first couple of years be, for so many reasons: cash flow, not being prepared. Sometimes it's obviously not their fault, um, but also not willing to like really commit and be consistent. So I've been doing this. I'm in my fourth year now. Oh my god, am I in my fifth year? 2019 to 20, 20 to 21, 21 to 22, 23, 24. I'm officially in my technically my fifth year of business. Although if we're counting from when I went full time, a year and a half. So I'm in my second year. But still, ask yourself: choose your shit sandwich. I love delivering talks, coaching people one to one, recording my podcast, going to events and meeting people, um, doing brand deals and making content. I then, along with that, have to do admin. I have to set up email funnels. I have to do the paperwork. I have to do contracts. Now, I actually hired a VA a couple of months ago and she's been amazing. And I'm able to delegate a lot of that. But for the first chunk of time, I had to do it myself and I had to be okay with that. Not everything is going to be magically perfect, just the way you want it to be. And just you get to do the thing that you want to do. There's going to be all this extra stuff that comes with it. So yeah, they are the couple of things that I would say to think about before you quit your your job. Um, Sometimes the grass isn't always greener. I think there is this big narrative in society that nine to five suck. And actually, I don't always agree with that. Now, not everybody is cut out to be an entrepreneur, a business owner, a founder, a freelance, not everyone is. And maybe you won't know until you do it. Maybe you'll do it and you'll love it more than you could ever have imagined and wish you did it sooner. Maybe you will do it and you'll go, this is the worst fucking thing of my life. If you have skills that you can fall back on, you can still go get another job. But what we need to bear in mind is obviously the employment mar- employee employment market isn't the best. But that being said, we don't want to act from a place of scarcity, right? So, <laughs> a couple of mis- mixed messages there, but you can see how nuanced this is. And nine to fives can be amazing. Workplace pension, you can grow your money; it's like free bonus money. Um, the security of a salary, loads of you know different work perks and benefits, having colleagues to talk to, and not be so lonely. There's so many perks to it, but it has to be right for you. It has to be a job role you love, a salary you you know you you're happy with, or maybe not. But the the pros of running your own business time freedom you get to do what you want that caveat to that not necessarily within the first you know couple of years because as you set it up and you run it as a business what you'll hear is a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners work more than other people they work round the clock but the aim is that in 5 10 years time they can take a step back and do least amount of work so Yeah, um, I'm going off on a tangent here, but you see my point. So hopefully these tips were helpful. And let me know if you want anything more like this, because I love talking about this stuff and I love sharing about it. And I hope that you enjoyed it. And if there's anybody who you think could do with listening to this, please do send it over to them and I will see you next week.